I'm the bounty hunter looking for bad tanks to change the nice tan Admiral propane tanks. Dang old porky butthole. That bull for porky porky butthole, man. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Cartoon Tonic. This is the podcast where we drink and watch cartoons. My name is Brian Duchler. Joining me as always is Miss Kayla and Mr. Josiah. How are you guys doing today? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm going first this time. Yeah, I paused oh, for a second you're just, just staring to like, at stare me. at you to make you go first. <laughs> it was so much pressure. <laughs> uh, blink twice if you're in trouble, bro. Is everything cool? <laughs> He's just going to have to stare blankly ahead for the rest of the episode now. We're doing pretty good. We're uh it's the end of the week. We had a, yes. a pretty decent week. Some some positive things, some majorly negative things, but overall I think uh you know, it equaled out. Yeah. So it's been We're it's neutral. been a week. It's been We're a week. Lukewarm. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Fine. Perfect. <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> Blink <I> twice <laughs> if you're in danger. <laughs> I wanted to start this episode with uh, by opening up the cartoon newsroom. Um, I'm sure this information has been spread to death. I think we even have on our Facebook page. But I just want to just get it out there again that there is a release date for the new Animaniacs season. Yes, um, yes. That is coming out November 20th on Hulu. I could not be more excited for that. Um, we're talking all the original voice cast and just i'm i'm ready i is it the original voice cast it is yeah how in the that's amazing i'm pumped and including that uh rob paulson um since uh leaving uh, since the show ended um a while ago has had and beat um throat cancer and wow. he's still coming back and doing the voice wow. voices. So that's just really incredible. So I'm really, really excited that's about that. Crazy. He's, he's he's an amazing dude. And there are whispers that uh, the studio behind the 90s X-Men are in talk of bringing the series back in some <gasps> capacity. No way. Yes. I didn't hear that one. That's yeah. cool. Obviously, Disney Plus is just trying to get every Marvel, anything they could possibly put on there <laughs> on yeah. their streaming service. So mm-hmm. that would be amazing if that were to happen. It all isn't new. just like all new, just what, like the neck takedowns that they did with the crotches. <laughs> the and... Wolverine crotch attacks. But that's pretty cool. So that's all I got for the for the cartoon news. Not a Josiah with weather. Josiah. Um, uh, it rained on me while I was mowing the lawn earlier. So. Great, 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 great. All right. So uh, today I provided uh, the, I'm not the drink. I'm part of the cartoon newscast. What the fuck is this? I thought it would have been weirdly sexist if I would have went to you for the weather or for like the sports or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or like, oh, let's get the lottery numbers from Kayla or I don't know, you know. I don't know. You backed yourself into a corner with that, Brian, and I wasn't going to let you get away with it. So. There is no way in this scenario that I've created that you could be co-anchor. I just would not allow it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's right. You're co-anchor. I'm the main anchor. Oh, shit. Anyways, our drink. <laughs> I provided I provided the drink this week. The goal was to get a very low-budget beer to fit with the theme of the show that we're watching. But instead, I opted just to get a good beer from Texas. Uh, so today we're drinking Shinerbach. I think that's how you say it. Shinerbach? Shinerbach. It's got yeah. a cool ram on the cap. It, yeah. looks, it looks pretty legit. It is a uh, it is it is a German beer. It smells like German beer. Um, oh yeah. 
and there's a cool little story behind it on the back. But, uh, you know, you'll have to purchase some of it to learn the history of it. So We just want you to know there's a story, and you don't get yeah. to know it. No. So, uh, uh, cheers, my friends. Cheers. Cheers. That's good as hell. That is that's nice. Good. Wow. Yeah. That is what, that's like what I think of when I think of beer. Exactly. That, it's just that exact flavor. Yeah. This yeah. is very good. This is so good. I could see myself standing in an alleyway with three other friends of mine and just kind of shooting the shit for a hot minute yep well lucky mm -hmm. for you <laughs> uh today we are watching king of the hill so yeah. we should we should all do that for sure oh my god okay so i think josiah and our friendship there's there's definitely a hierarchy of things that we quote together i think at the top of the list would probably be the simpsons i think futurama would be a close second uh south park's in there but King of the Hill is definitely in the top five of most like quoted things that I think we have done in our friendship, or at least voices from the show. Yeah, yeah. the number of times to... you guys have called each other Bobby in <laughs> yeah. voice. Damn it, Damn it Bobby. <laughs> no, I mean, this is seriously, when you talk about like sayings and stuff, it's kind of a, a sneaky one. Like I didn't really realize how many, how many sayings or not even like direct quotes, but uh, just like character traits, like even... Even today, I knew that we were going to be recording this, but after doing the Lano, I just wanted to be like, that's so gosh dang beautiful. Just like, <laughs> it just, uh, it sticks with you, you know? And, and, I'm, and I'm, on paper, the, the show itself, or at least the, like, the kind of the, the, the theme of the show and the year in which it came out, we were quite a bit younger it really shouldn't be a show that we should love, but I fucking love the show. Yeah. So uh, hit us with some of them King of the Hill fun facts. For anyone who actually, let me start off with just some of its creation. King of the Hill is an American animated sitcom created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Mike Judge is, uh, his most memorable work is in Beavis and Butthead. Uh, he also was the director of Beavis and Butthead to America, Office Space, Idiocracy and Extract. Wow. Um, Greg, yep. Greg Daniels did work in The Office, Saturday Night Live, The Simpsons, and Parks and Rec. <gasps> Parks and Rec? Yep. He's a, he's a funny dude. Um, it's a series that aired on Fox originally on January 12th, 1997 to May 6th, 2010, totaling 13 seasons and <laughs> you're, you're not going to like this, 259 episodes. <laughs> is there any movies did they do any movie uh, not one to my single movie no. by chance i mean I'm, I, that's nice that's a nice amount of episodes and we do like the show from what i can remember yeah. but listen if you're a creator on a show and you know that the end is coming please just end it on a five or a zero for the sake of my sanity <laughs> a five or a zero and we'll be fine well, Kayla, I will have you know that I looked into this phenomenon of shows ending on weird numbers, and there is actually a reason for at least a good majority of them. Is it because um, they hate me? No. Well, I I don't know. <laughs> Everything's about me, Brian. I don't know if you know this or not. It would actually be due to writer strikes. Hmm. So typically seasons of like a show, like a half hour show, like that would be like 22 episodes. So theoretically, mm -hmm. it should at least be an even episode that it would end on. 
But during years of writer strikes, they would only be able to push out a small number of episodes. So that's why you would have weird endings like that. So I did some research just to ease your mind a bit that the show <laughs> creators aren't doing it to mess with you. They just, you know, there's been years where they weren't able to put out as many episodes. So, it, uh, so can it, we just pay our writers appropriately so that yeah. I don't have to have this like sty in my eye of numbers just barraging us for the rest of my life? No, God, no, we can't do that. We just need to pay them <laughs> appropriately. And then this wouldn't happen. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar with the show, it centers around the Hills, a middle American family in the fictional city of Arlen, Texas. Uh, the main character, Hank Hill, works as an assistant manager at Strickland Propane and is the everyman and general protagonist of the series. Hank is friends with uh, other residents on the block, Bill Dotrieve, Dale Gribble, Jeff Boomhauer, uh, all of whom he's known since elementary school. And the show attempts to maintain a realistic approach of seeking humor and conventional and mundane aspects of everyday life. And uh, it's hard for me, at least, to kind of pinpoint what makes this show so good mm. or or so memorable. And I I think it's seriously that I think it's like the the humor in such mundane. Like when you think when you compare like this show to like The <clears throat> Simpsons, Simpsons pretty frequently it goes like sitcom style, but then off the wall, like really quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This granted, I haven't, I haven't seen it in, a, in quite a while, but to my knowledge, most of what happens is like within the realm of possibility um, in most episodes. So it's, I don't know. It's pretty yeah, interesting. I remember the show being a little bit dry in the humor, yeah. which I always appreciate. And I don't, when you describe it as like a, a sitcom, Immediately, that makes me a little bit anxious because we just watched an animated sitcom that was not fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I don't normally like sitcoms, but I don't know why I'm remembering King of the Hill is different because even in those moments where something this is said that's cringy, if I'm remembering right, they write it so that it's cringy, but it's obvious that it is cringy. And there's like, like, you know, that it's the wrong thing for somebody to be doing, right. if that makes sense. I don't know how they, they, managed that or how they were able to write that so well but i yeah. i think my favorite part of it is hank is kind of like just a stereotype of a straight man right just yes. your classic <laughs> like classic straight man from from texas but every single other character around him is just a just a crazy parody and i think it's that weird juxtaposition that mm. i really really enjoy because um he is essentially like the neighbor character from Beavis and Butthead, also created by Mike Judge. Right. So he was the straight man in that, surrounded by very crazy um, characters. But like you have, um, um, I'm going to get their names confused, but the Dale, who's Dale's a kind of like chunky, dopey one, right? Or is Dale the, is the the skinny uh, cigarette smoking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dale is the conspiracy theorist. I, I love him because he is like, yeah, he is like just a crazy conspiracy theorist who has a son who very clearly is not his kid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like this like running joke like throughout almost like the entire series, if I remember, like so blatantly obvious that this kid is of Native Native American descent. <laughs> and and Dale is like and his wife are very, very white. 
And there just happens to be this uh, Native American guy that's really good friends with his wife, but he never puts those two together. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like jokes like that. Like he's a conspiracy theory. Like he he's got the inside information, but doesn't know he's clueless about everything going around him. So it's just mm-hmm. like having that straight character surrounded by crazy is something that really speaks to my sensibilities. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the quote that like stayed with me the longest is actually one of Dale's, which is like, I can make a bomb out of a toilet paper roll and a stick of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And then and then you have oh, and then you it's have really a, bad that that is now in the record voice recorded of you saying that because you are absolutely <laughs> gonna be on a watch list now. Uh, I'm uh, probably on there already. Yeah, that's true, know. that's true. And then you have Bobby, the son, who is um, not really interested in the normal kind of, you know, blue collar world he's grown up. I would say Bobby is a bit like feminine, like maybe a little bit like not like he's one of those. He like he wants to grow up and do dance and things that wouldn't really fly normally in a straight laced Texas house. And that conflict between him and Hank are always a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And. Uh, and Cotton, which is the grandpa, who was probably oh, I forgot about him. One, one of my favorite on purpose. One of my favorite cartoon characters ever because he's just like he like lost his legs like in the war, but they like <laughs> attached his feet to like what was his left knees? of his legs, his <laughs> knees. So he's just like the short little grumpy, definitely kind of racist guy. Uh, it's just oh, there's there's a lot going on in the show that you maybe wouldn't have expected if you chose to sleep on it so yeah yeah a a lot of my experience with king of the hill is uh i i want to say that i got into it because back in the day it used to be on right before the simpsons so Mm -hmm. it was like to make sure that you were gonna catch the simpsons you had to watch at least the tail end of king of the hill and then eventually like oh this is actually pretty good and then got into watching it and just like the simpsons there's a ridiculous amount of like famous guest voices that have come on. Mm -hmm. Um, So like uh, basically any like, like musical guests that they've had on there, it's actually been them. So like Willie Nelson has been on uh, there's, there's so stinking many, the Sally Field, Chris Rock, Will Ferrell, Betty White, Meryl Streep. They're not all musicians, but uh, (laughs) um, Snoop Dogg, who actually played uh, <laughs> Alabaster Jones. I remember the, uh, that episode. <laughs> yeah. Where Hank was a pimp. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember Hank Hill being a pimp. No? No. I can he, never uh, forget that. He does it like accidentally, and then someone lets him know like later Bumbles on. into being a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I think this show is like single-handedly responsible for like the greatest like expression ever, which is boo, <laughs> <laughs> which is something that I like to uh, yes. I like to do from time to time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's bumbling outrage right there. Just that's the exact noise of bumbling outrage. Oh, man. I mean, we've always kind of poked around that, like, my my dad is a little bit like Hank Hill. <laughs> but, like, he's he's more sarcastic and, like, lighthearted, but he, he does still have that straight lace aspect of him. And when when he, he'll he get upset and say, like, dang it and stuff, and I'm so tempted to be like, whoa, just start, like, <laughs> uh, just quoting him. No. <laughs> 
Dad, if you ever listen to this, I apologize, but you know it's true. And Saya, and Saya, you're definitely like 20 years away from being Dale, so it might kind of fit. <laughs> I need to get a little crazier and maybe, live in a basement. Maybe, maybe Boomhauer but... before Dale. <laughs> oh well, we'll get into Boomhauer. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna kick off a couple of facts for you guys. Uh, the iconic use of propane and propane accessories for the show. Uh, was only introduced because Mike Judge saw how widely used propane was down in Texas when he was touring with his band oh. and decided to make it like a... like it's a, an observation that very clearly stuck with him. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> I have never once not like like gone to go get propane where i wasn't like gotta get some propane and propane accessories like <laughs> not not one time in my goddamn adult life have i've not done that he's yeah. done so much for the propane industry <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> that leads nicely into my next one uh the creators of the show actually traveled to a rural area in texas to visit different propane dealerships to get a sense for the town and the industry uh, and what it was actually like. So there is, in Texas somewhere, a realistic version of the uh, the propane store that Hank Hill worked at. And I'm sure that it is a nightmare to work at based on the amount of jokes back and forth they do. I'm, I'm sure. so confused as to how a store like that exists. Maybe it doesn't anymore. Maybe department stores killed small shops like that. But, like, it's propane, I guess. How many accessories do you need? I mean, um, in, in in rural areas like that, like they use propane for like their heaters, for their stoves, like much more than we do here. Well, with yeah, natural but gas, I don't so. think there's like this is this is primo propane. This is the there, mix that you want. There, I think there's like standard levels of there, propane. So there there must be because like I, I, okay, there's a whole episode because like propane is Hank's life, right? There is a whole episode where, like, he's at, like, a barbecue or something, and someone makes a burger on a charcoal grill, and he's like, oh, yeah. no, I could yeah. never. And then he eats it, and he's like, oh, my God, it's so delicious. And he, like, shamefully is, like, using charcoal to, like, make burgers. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, such, like, an important part of his, like, identity that oh I, like. Yeah, it's I remember cool. that it, episode. It has to be a thing, right? It has to be. <sighs> yeah. It feels like he's cheating on propane. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> Uh, voice, everybody knows the ridiculousness of Boomhauer's voice, um, is actually based on an irate gibberish message that was left on Mike Judge's answering machine by an angry viewer of the show, uh, Beavis and Butthead, who thought that the show was called Porky's Butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, that just kept developing. I'm sorry. Porky's butthole? The, I, I wasn't able to find the actual message online. Yeah. It might exist somewhere, but there is like an interview where Mike Judge explains the message. And yeah. That's basically it. That's what <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> And he was like that. That's a perfect character. Oh my god. That that person who watched the show and called for like the angry message. I hope he knows that he was the inspiration <laughs> yeah. for that voice. You know that guy doesn't have cable. Come on. 
I mean, he was watching Beavis and Butthead or Porky's Butthole or whatever it was. So maybe he does. The only way that he could possibly think that it was called Porky's Butthole was he was like, (laughs) he was like walking by. He was walking by a TV store when there was an ad for it. He goes, what that damn dare Porky Butthole, man? Like, that's the only way that that could have happened. He's just watching Scrambled Cable, but instead of it being porn, it's actually (laughs) Beavis and Butthead. Man, damn. through. Damn, damn, they're rabbit ears on my TV, man. They're going, go, oh, wow, man, but pork butthole. Spot on. <laughs> oh. All right, and with that, you guys, uh, you want to get into watching it? Yeah, what episode are we watching? Oh, that's right. I should probably mention. So I decided to go with um, season three, episode 10, A Firefighting We Will Go. Oh, um, my God, I remember this one. Which uh, aired January 12th, 1999. Uh, This one was rated pretty highly in uh, most reviews of the show. It didn't really come to mind, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I don't have extremely specific memories of this show, I guess. It's kind of like an overall, like, Hank Hill's voice floats around in my brain sometimes. But I'm interested to see an actual episode. Should be fun. Yup. Mm-hmm. Join us after this break where we are going to discuss further the king of the hill. And a gas barbecue? Well, I don't know. How about Weber? Weber don't make a gas barbecue. And we're damn old, damn old back, man. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are back. We just finished watching King of the Hill. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. Yeah, that was, uh, I can see why that was highly ranked. That was a really good episode. There was there was a lot going on in that. Um, I I think I just I'm just gonna call off the bat. I think uh, usually when I watch stuff like this, I'm like, oh, who was the MVP of that episode? Dale and Boomhauer, man, that whole episode had me rolling. Just the entire episode, <laughs> <was> so good. <laughs> it was uh, a lot more kind of slapstick or like physical comedy yeah. more than I was expecting. Uh, but really good and funny yeah, physical when humor. You, when, you, when you trip and pull a corpse out of a coffin on the way to the frame <laughs> and pants it on the way down. Oh my I, God. Don't, uh, don't, I don't remember that part. <laughs> you don't remember that part? <laughs> You'd think I would. think I would. Um, in this episode, uh, essentially, they become uh, volunteer firefighters, which is like... It's kind of like a cartoon trope. I think every Mm -hmm. cartoon has done that. Simpsons and Family Guy, like it's a thing. But like, I loved this take on it. (laughs) It starts out with three of them uh, in the alley drinking beer, which is usually how these things start. And then this uh, fire truck like pops up, drives down the road. And like Hank is just like giddy, right? He's like. They're so and so taking out the truck for a spin, lucky bunny. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> like just so excited. And then um, I keep forgetting uh, the the guy's name. The other the, the, uh, the fourth Bill? one, Bill. <laughs> that was like the the first laugh out loud moment besides the look is a bunny as he's in the fire truck because he I think if I remember correctly he's in like the army as like a hair cutter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he runs up the fire truck so excited running towards his friends that he just like trips over <laughs> the, cooler. the cooler. He's like, he's like, I'm a firefighter. And there's trips and falls. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, the little physical stuff like that was so fast and stupid. It kind of like snuck up on you on how funny it was. It was rapid fire, too. It yeah. wasn't like set up, set up, joke, set up, set up. It was just 
joke after joke after tripping after burning after <laughs> pizza in your face like yeah oh there my was, gosh it was so there good there's a lot going on you know spoiler alert the firehouse that they're volunteering at burns to the ground while they're going to like a dumpster fire like their first real call and they're they're essentially they're being like interviewed by like the the fire chief as to like what happened because they're going to be in trouble wasn't my fault my mask fogged up and he goes through to ask them each individually what happened so the story takes place from those characters point of view and it was just such a really fun like so when it when it goes to to dale dale who's this very scrawny like balding dude he when he like shows how he sees himself he's buff as shit (laughs) and he's got like long flowing hair and uh and then they go to boomhauer and boomhauer is the one that's got the voice like you know come on man you got you know he talks like that they did the thing that i love where like in his in his telling of the story every one of those other characters are talking like he talks but with their voice actors mm-hmm. and it was right. so <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> and then he was the only one with like this really crystal clear yeah, deep yeah. voice that was so easy to understand kick them dang away man i don't take for god's sakes hank act like an adult man but he still had a little bit of those boom hours because like, come on, man, I'm trying to read this article on classic <laughs> yes. vintage car. <laughs> that was that was so he great. He still said the same words. He just said it in, yeah. in a, a clearer way. Uh, it's yeah, just so like, good. Going back to like the Looney Tunes episode where they do those like voice actor things. That's what this was. And it yeah. made me so happy. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because in, in, in Dale's flashback to what happened too. you said he was buff and he had like long hair but his mannerisms too when it's not him telling the story he's always kind of like tweaky and jittery and like just kind of unsettled and in his telling of the story he was like buff and elegant and the stuff he was doing made sense and he was testing the fire system to make sure everybody was going to be okay and like right it was just like the littlest thing but he wasn't like tweaking and twitching when he was checking the the fire detector and his telling of it and then poor uh bill is like yeah he's like (laughs) he is fully bald and clearly weighs more than what he does in the in the cartoon like he he has put weight on and is more bumbling and kind of dumb in his own telling of the story and it makes you feel a little bad yeah like he sees himself as dopey and stuff yeah Yeah. he's got real low self-esteem he does not have a very high opinion of himself no he does very clear yeah i think besides that (laughs) my favorite part of the episode is this there's this like little subplot where like luann the the is she the daughter or they're they're like her niece niece? or something i think she's a niece She's like, well, I could go be a volunteer firefighter. And Peggy, the wife, is like, yeah, go ahead, Hank, deputize her. And he goes, no, I'll tell you what. What What are you going to do if there's a man that she's got to pick up? And then Peggy goes to demonstrate that lift technique. And then she <laughs> does Bobby. it. And the, and Bobby and then, like, hurts herself but pretends like she doesn't. There's this whole subplot that only pops up, like, a couple times in the episode of her not wanting to admit that she hurt herself doing something in front of, like, her husband because she wants to be, like, strong and proud 
and then it culminates like at the very end the episode is done like credits are like rolling and it's just a montage of her like working out like in the gym and she's doing like yoga and stretches and then at the end she does that same lift with bobby but then she lifts him over his her head and then just drops him down on the yeah, mat. She does like a snatch lift up on him. And his dumb face. I don't know if you guys saw his dumb blank look. Like he just flopped to the ground. And my favorite thing about that subplot was like Luann's like, why don't you just tell him that you that you pulled your groin? And uh the mom, Peggy's like, Well, honey, you know, women don't have groins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god bobby's stupid flop face when she throws him <laughs> down to the ground I didn't, I didn't catch it we're gonna have to go back oh my goodness this wasn't a bobby heavy episode but <laughs> no. any scene he's in is super fun oh yeah it was like he saw they were setting the table in the beginning of the episode and he saw there were spoons and he was like am i to assume that the potatoes would be of the mashed variety tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like he was just really so awkward weird. little yeah. guy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was so good. And like the whole time they're at the firehouse too. It's I mean a good thing to point out. The three of them aside from Hank are just screwing around. Like they're yeah. playing volleyball yeah. with a hose. They're like cooking marshmallows over the stove and like burning the crap out of them and constantly cooking pizza and uh Boomhauer is trying to tan himself and has like tanning glasses on and stuff as he's laying there and uh, Dale's just going around trying to figure out stuff that he can mess with. And like, right. Hank is the entire time yelling at them like they are children. Like, go to bed. Knock that off. You can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Dale, sirens are only for fire emergencies. And they like end up breaking Hank's glasses. <laughs> and he's, what was it? Bill's, Bill's face is burned because at some point, one of the other guys throws a Frito pie at his face and burns his face. And he goes something to the effect of, you know, Hank, you can't beat me up. My face is burnt. My face is already red. And Hank's like, yeah, and your ass is going to match it once I catch you. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that remind me. There's a, there's a scene like earlier on, they're like driving around in the fire truck and Hank is like, like quizzing them. He's like, uh, what's the pressure of this supposed to be? Anyone? Anyone? And then out of nowhere, Dale's like, I want to contest the, the ping pong yeah. game from last night. And, it's just like, <laughs> and Bill's like, no, we all decided my head is in game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like like them them being children and Hank trying to be the adult in that situation. Again, what I brought up in the beginning is like an aspect that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, they did that very well. They did. They did that very he well. He did have a uh, pretty classic like a Dale point of view when they were, they were being shown the jaws of life and uh, he's, he (gasps) like rips open like a a metal can with it just to kind of demonstrate its power uh, to show the guys. And he's like, this will cut through a car, like a, like peeling an orange (laughs) and Dale holds up an orange and is like, let's see what it does to an orange. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. It's just like, why uh, oh it's so damn good this was like there were several points not to get into review territory but there were several points where we all three were just rolling yeah, laughing at this show right. it was so yeah. good oh they oh, uh they they had the kid that i love so they after oh, that yeah. they show up and uh and bobby's playing a game of football so hank gets on the the intercom on the um on the fire truck and all the kids run over and go, see, I told you my dad was a fireman. And this kid's like volunteer fireman. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was really good. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the kids are all, Oh, you should spray us off. Will you show us off? And they ended up like 
using the jaws of life and ripping the top of the the fire hydrant off and accidentally getting it stuck on and just like waterboarding themselves <laughs> and that kid makes another comment it's because they're volunteer firemen like yeah. just little snot nose voices and yeah. stuff so there was a retired volunteer fireman he was the first volunteer fireman i guess is what they called him who was in one of the earlier scenes in the firehouse and it was just his all he wanted was his like beer sign to be plugged in the wall. But every time you do it, someone would get electrocuted. He ends up passing and having to, and then there's a scene where there's a funeral for him. And it was after that big fight sequence where uh, Hank gets his uh, glasses broken and Bill gets his face burnt and there's still some animosity there. And for some reason they're carrying the casket despite yeah. having just met this guy. <laughs> And Dale's refusing to hold like his end of the casket when they're carrying it, and they go and they go to fall. And he, says all, he says it's bad luck, and yeah. he has it like resting on his shoulder instead of actually holding like the side of the casket. So they end up like all like falling one by one into like the grave, and like the casket falls in a way to where. Boomhauer's trying not to fall, so he goes and grabs the first thing he could, which is the corpse that like half came out of the casket, and then is holding on to its legs and just pulls the pants off of it as he falls into the grave. I did not remember that. No. Did not expect it to happen. Peed a little bit. <laughs> just, so much. It was just the image of the like small frail legs that were yeah, hanging just... out of the casket. Oh, oh my god. Chet Elderson. Yeah, Chet, Chet Elderson. <laughs> uh, and like all of these all these events that happen are just like rapid fire one after another after yeah. another after another. And the thing is like if you I, I just I think what was what I think is most fun about it is you just don't expect it from a show about a propane salesman from Texas, you know? No. Right. Holy crap. And they did a good job of this episode keeping him true to character he's just constantly trying to get the other guys to like take something seriously and it's just it's failing spectacularly oh, yeah. yeah the the amount of times that he says like dang it and... yeah <laughs> <laughs> like right right from the bat like when they're in the alley and the the volunteer fire man comes up and said uh like all the firefighters got the red fever they're striking and then Hank is like, strike? Well, I'll tell you what, fire don't take a strike, and neither should a fireman. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just so, like, oh, just my God. Just a straight-laced, yeah. straight-laced dude. You got any speeding tickets? No, sir. I do, I do. Like, they're all trying to re- relax in the f- in the fire station. He's like, so I sharpened all the axes and checked all the smoke detectors. And, uh, it was, this uh, was, this yeah. was a fun one. I like this episode. Bill's burnt face the entire episode. <laughs> he throws a Frito pie out of him. Boomhauer's like, I was going to eat that, man. Like, <laughs> I got to find out what a Frito pie is because I want one now. It's like, it's probably a thing. Like a casserole with Fritos crunched on top. That's yeah, I, I assumed. Wa- I want that. I'm thinking like, it's like uh, like a walking taco. That's how I picture it. Yeah. Yeah. We should make one and throw them at one another. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not gonna waste it. Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like, man, I'm gonna eat that, man. Come on, <laughs> dang old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Kayla, what was your what was your uh, favorite part of this episode? Oh, geez. I don't know. It's hard to pick one part. My, I think my favorite thing about it was just the Bill character constantly kind of just being like a supporting dumbass. So like, <laughs> I really enjoyed when they're in the fire truck and Dale's like, you know, I really want to contest the results of that, that ping pong thing. And Hank is just not having it. And Bill's like, you know, you know, we all took a vote and it was my forehead was in play. And that's kind of his character throughout the whole thing. And then the scene where he's running away from Hank and he ends up running and like getting his ass stuck in the fire hole for the pole. Right. And he's just, come on, I'm stuck. That's not fair. Like he's just so helpless and just kind of dumb. And the guys are underneath throwing stuff yeah. at his butt. <laughs> Uh, uh, between so, that and ladies don't have groins. Like. Yeah, that was really yeah. good scene. <laughs> Saya, what, what jumps out as you uh, jumps out to you as your favorite part? I don't want to drift too heavily into review territory, but I think I think the part where Boomhauer started to speak clearly in his version of the story <laughs> easily. I, yeah. I lost it. That, yeah. <laughs> that scene, that scene was taught. Just everyone doing Boomhauer voices made me so happy. Right. Hank was, Hill doing Boomhauer voice. I don't remember <laughs> yeah, that, but I, that was, I loved it. You guys uh, about peed your pants. That was yeah. very good. Like literally when we're done recording, I'm going to go back to that part and watch it again. Cause I think I missed <laughs> a little bit of it cause I was laughing so hard. So, uh, well, great. So, um, I think what we're going to do is take a little break here. And then when we come back, we are going to give our review and you are definitely going to want to stay tuned for the game that we're going to play. So. <laughs> so excited. So please join us after the break. The fire truck that transforms into a complete rescue site. Mega ring. And we are back. How was, how was your guys' break? Was it good? It was slow. It was slow. It was but pretty good. It was good. Awesome. Glad to hear. Uh, so as we do on this podcast, we are going to give a review of the show that we just watched. The scale today... I think I think today we should do a scale from zero to five. Dang old man, um, it's not going to be a real object. <laughs> the beer cans, a fire hose, a Frito pie, a ping pong ball. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, how, how about mm -hmm. dang old ping pong balls? <laughs> dang old ping pong balls. <laughs> All right, zero to five. Dang old ping pong balls, man. That's that is our that is our scale. <laughs> Sia, let's start with you today. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't really know what to expect and because I I remember really liking the show and I dropped out of watching it for whatever reason for a number of years. I want to say it's been at least like eight years since I've seen yeah. an episode. But in my opinion, it holds up. Uh, this is this is season three, so it's pretty early in their in their run, but it's got a lot of dry humor and i think that's part of the reason that i really like it i'm such a fan of like dry humor where it's not it's not particularly like a joke mm -hmm. it's just a uh, a quick situational <laughs> yes. uh, like characteristic of someone that is just like really funny hank constantly being frustrated yeah. <laughs> bill just uh defending himself and mm -hmm. being kind of bumbling uh, little stuff like that it like went a long way to not only character development but like the comedy of it in in small ways so i'm uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give it i think uh i'm gonna go with five five, five dang old uh dang old <laughs> ping pong balls <laughs> I can barely get through that <laughs> uh 
I'm going to go next because I want to save Kayla for last because she's going to nail saying dang old ping pong balls, man. Um, no, I'm not. You put me I, in a spot like that, man. Just say it really clearly in an English <laughs> accent. Dang old ping pong. <laughs> I, I think I laughed harder at this than probably anything we've watched so far on this podcast. You uh, were, like, yeah. you were dying yeah. over there. Yes. Um, it, there, there was just the perfect amount of what I love that, you know, straight lace protagonist surrounded by crazies. Um, the, the, the slapstick, the, just the kind of like freaking three stooges type slapstick that they were doing throughout this episode. The voice actors doing the voice of another voice actor is something that I love so much. And they did it in this. It, it was fantastic. It's, it's five dang old dumb ping pong balls, man. Like it, <laughs> It just it had me from like the very first scene to that like post credit Peggy dropping Bobby on the mat. They, <laughs> they had me from from the oh, the very God. first scene to the very last one. It was so good. So, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kayla. Uh, I mean, I don't have many new points to what you guys are saying. I was going into this thinking that I would like it, but it wouldn't be over the top. Like I said at the beginning of the cast, I'm always a little leery of anything billed as a sitcom because yeah. I know that they're supposed to be like characters or exaggerations of people, but sometimes like it just doesn't hit right. Uh, but this was amazing. And I like keep wanting to not give it a five just because I feel like if I give everything a five, it means so much less. But this one deserves it. Deserves five yeah. uh, big old dang ping pong balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll you know big old ding bing bong bong maybe <laughs> that's my actual attempt at that um, nailed it no, fucking thank you. nailed it thank you yeah I've been practicing all day um, but no it, like you said from the beginning when when Bill just trips over the stupid cooler for no reason <laughs> to the end with Bobby's uh, dumb dead fish floppy look on his face <laughs> like there wasn't a moment where I was bored or like no. not entertained. I think you guys actually nearly peed yourself laughing at the funeral yeah, yeah. scene. <laughs> and I was in like, I felt horrible. Like I actually felt the feeling of feeling horrified during that scene, which is really important. I think when we do these reviews, because things can be entertaining, but they don't actually have like nostalgia or that feel to them or that you're feeling like the episode itself or the, the what the emotions are that they're trying to portray. All of that to say, this knocked it out of the park. Knock, there's no more balls. They're all all five are gone, man. <laughs> Dang old gone. <laughs> no, I, I I totally get what you're saying by not wanting to get everything a five, but mm-hmm. this one deserves I, it. Oh yeah, God. it absolutely deserves, deserves it. it. It's hilarious. I, I I definitely recommend going back and watching it. Yes, so. you, you really feel the love and the writing in this. You really do. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I do there. love when when characters make fun of other characters in the show, like you said. Um, when we saw kind of the flashback thing from their perspective in the Powerpuff Girls episode, and that was really entertaining. Yeah, and yeah. then when we saw it here with everybody doing Boomhauer voice, except for Boomhauer himself, yeah. it was just it was very well done. I like perfect. It it, it, I I could just go on and gush, but I am more excited to get into this game that just yes, I know you guys today. are so much. <laughs> What do you have for us, Joe? So I'm pretty excited for this game as well. I don't know how well it's going to come <laughs> off in the cast, but 
The idea is me and Brian have, have come up with several different sayings that we're going to do in our very best Boomhauer voice. And uh, I mean, we're, we're not voice actors, so I, this isn't going to be spot on. But the idea is Kayla then has to translate <laughs> what was said in Boomhauer voice oh. to the best of her ability. And I wrote down uh, my translations, I guess, for Boomhauer. Are these going to be like like sayings I would know or is this like gibberish y'all just came up with off the top of your head like I mean they're talking they're jingles sentences or, at least <laughs> okay there's going to give it my ding dang old best man <laughs> for mine at least there's no context whatsoever <laughs> but we'll, oh, we'll see how this goes um I'm gonna try to I think not laughing and trying to listen is going to be the most difficult yeah, thing, but yeah. uh, we'll do our best. So, Brian, you want to go first or second? I think we should probably go back and forth. Okay, I'll do my first one. Dang old man can't walk TV, man go get a hurt, man go get a car insured, man go see that damn damn shack, man, come on. Okay, so I think what you said is <laughs> I am frustrated with the fact that i am unable to watch television without seeing a car commercial that has shack on it man yeah That's yeah what I got uh, out of it. is that it really it was um it was both the um the icy hot and the general car oh, insurance but yeah i heard the car i didn't hear yeah. the icy hot no i'm gonna oh. give i'm gonna give that to you everyone that knows good. that that is one of my biggest complaints is always seeing shack on the tv <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not allowed to laugh when you're doing it, so you got to Okay. I, I like that these are, like, Boomhauer expressions as told by Brian, so it's, <laughs> it's real-life Brian stuff. Yeah. Okay, what do you got? You ready for me? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry, we're in the same room. It's going to be so much better. <laughs> I know. Just don't, don't look at me. <laughs> Man, she talking about I ain't got no daggum idea to steer here. Ain't flipping tip a dang old napping, man. <laughs> First of all, that was uh, really good. Okay. <laughs> you are expressing being upset because somebody doesn't know how to steer a car. <laughs> my my translation. Specifically, she doesn't know how to steer a car. <laughs> man. Man. <laughs> The Boomhauer translation was, what do you mean you had no idea your cows were being tipped over? What? <laughs> Steer is in cow? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I went a little off the wall for mine. Uh, but, but, you know, in a, in a rural kind of feel, you know, you're probably not going to run into too many cows in suburban Texas. I don't Maybe you do. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know anything about Texas. It's, it's believable. All right, Brian. This is another complaint of mine. Dang old dear Donald man, all for getting soft in my nugs, man. <laughs> okay. So at first, I thought you were complaining that somebody named Donald was forgetful and touched your nugs. But what I actually think you meant is that McDonald's forgot your chicken nuggets, man. No. no. Ooh. Dang old McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Always forgets the sauce for my nugs. Oh, uh -huh. I missed the sauce. Only got the nugs. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that either. Yeah, the the uh, the McDonald's that we all go to always forgets my sweet and sour sauce, like every single time. 
You should stop going to that one. You should absolutely stop. I know which one you're talking about. It's trash. Don't go there. Yeah. Man. <laughs> dang, dang old sauce. Dang old man. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, but I'm going to maintain hard eye contact. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> man, tell y'all what, dang old dog done gone up, jumping tall in y'all lap and snapping up y'all burger, man. I believe a dog jumped on your lap and ate your hamburger. That's it. Man. You got it. <laughs> ding, ding, old dog jumped up on your lap, snapped up your burger. I said that one a little clearer, I think. Or you could say good job in translating, wife. Good good job in translating. Right? This is my last complaint that I have. Okay. Dang old cat man, all its over children and bricks and roof and roof and mouth man can't even talk no more. Dang. Uh. Ooh. I think a cat scratched the roof of your mouth, making it impossible for you to talk. Translation: Whenever I have Captain Crunch for breakfast, it destroys the roof of my mouth, and now I am unable to talk. <laughs> I thought it was something about Captain Crunch, too. Is that the Boomhauer origin story? He just really loves Captain Crunch and can't not have it for breakfast. That's what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about your cat <laughs> scratching the roof of your mouth. Oh, God. Uh, I apologize to our listeners. This is by far the weirdest game that we've done. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, Are you ready for my last one? Yes. Hey, yo, man, telling y'all ain't no dag napping Captain Man can't hop out that dang old back, man, talking dang old flapping can you go shh? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, good God. Uh, I believe that Batman <laughs> may have ended up on a slide or in a submarine shoot for shooting whatever what's a it's a bomb that submarines shoot i can't think of the word torpedo a torpedo torpedo. i think batman got torpedoed (laughs) and went man is that a uh, long lost (laughs) verse is that a long lost verse of the jingle bells batman smell song that i just never heard before (laughs) no yeah that's gonna be it you guys are decently off uh the the proper translation is I do not think there is any gap that amazing evil Knievel can't jump on his bike. <laughs> Why? What, what are what were you fuck? what were you on to come up with these? I, I went with like rhyming syllables and then just built the sentence from there. Oh <laughs> uh, my word. <laughs> This was a riot. This is ridiculous. Where do we go from here? You know, <laughs> downhill. I don't out of a out of a torpedo shoot. How do you end an episode after such a, a brilliant segment <laughs> as that? Uh, with apologies and pleads for you people to come back. <laughs> Did you tell your wife that you were going to be doing Boomhauer impressions, or is she just in the next room very confused right now? She's in bed, so if anyone, Evie's next, next in the next room, just going like, what the hell is wrong with my dad? Just staring up at the <laughs> yeah. ceiling like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe her first words will be in Boomhauer's speak. <laughs> dang on. <laughs> dang him a dang on bottle, man. Talking about, talking about formula, come on. <laughs> so, Saya, how's Grace Stout doing? 
Oh, Greystone's doing good. Uh, by the time you guys listen to this, I will have put out a new video last week. Um, got some more stuff in the works. If you uh, are hearing about this for the first time, I do a lot of uh, blacksmithing, metalwork, jewelry work, 3D modeling. If you feel like checking that out, go to GraceNoteForge at YouTube.com and give it a look. It is pretty man. dope. Man. Pretty man. Dope. Dang on. Dang on. Dang on. Check it out, man. I'm not going to be able to stop now. <laughs> I'm going to get a text message from your wife that was just going to say why. Like, why did we? <laughs> I think uh, any time that I call you and it goes to voicemail, I'm going to leave you just a random message <laughs> in Boomhauer voice. Please. What was that? Something, somebody's butthole? Porky's butthole? <laughs> Porky's butthole. <laughs> I... I'm just going to never answer when you call. It's just so I can get that voice message. I'll call you right back because I will always call you back, but I want that voice message. So. <laughs> oh, goodness. Ooh. Kayla, where can people find us should they choose to find us? If you would like to find us, you can go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and look for Cartoon Tonic. If you'd like to send us an email with your love or your hate or your suggestions or whatever else that you'd like to email us about, that's cartoontonicpodcast at gmail.com. And I did want to give a heads up that next week we have a super special episode. Um, I don't want to drop too many hints, but if you guys are like, hmm, I don't really know if I'm going to listen again, just listen at least one more time to next week's episode. We have, it's just going to be great. It's going to be a great episode. And we all had a really, really, really good time recording it. So I want you guys to hear it. So again, that's Cartoon Tonic at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Cartoon Tonic Podcast at gmail.com if you want to have a conversation with us. Come hang out. Say hi. Yeah. Dang old Bob, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, man. Yep. <laughs> you talking about firemen, man? That dang old talking about Rampart Feet One, Rampart Feet One. Oh, no, dang old Mercy, man. I've been on them shows on tape, man. I love that old. Oh, I can't stop, right? No, it's it's a thing now. <laughs> it's a thing now. Trish is going to leave me. We're having a date night tomorrow, and I'm just not going to be able to stop. Like, dang old, you look so pretty, man. Come on. <laughs> Hey everyone, Brian here. At the time of recording this episode, we lost a friend of the show and a friend of mine, Marco Gonzalez. At a time when I was sure I wasn't going to do comedy or podcasting anymore, Marco convinced me that it didn't matter if anyone was actually listening or laughing. As long as I was having fun, that's all that really mattered. And I feel that directly because of that, Cartoon Tonic exists today. I started it with two of my best friends, and I've been having the time of my life. And much to my surprise, and definitely to his, uh, there are people listening. And I will forever be grateful for those late night conversations that we've had about everything comedy and podcasting and family. And I will forever remember that and hold that dearly. And myself and the Cartoon Tonic crew would just like to give our deepest sympathies to Marco's family, and anyone that's ever had the pleasure of knowing him. I miss you, buddy. At Cartoon Tonic, we drink responsibly, and hope you do too. Thanks for listening.